Welcome back to Good Vibes Nation. No Dougie in the house, and everybody knows what that means. I got another great guest lined up for today's podcast. His name is Brandon Leibowitz. Brandon and I are going to dive down the rabbit hole of digital marketing. What I mean by that is Google ads, social marketing, things to that extent. And Brandon's uh, not new to the game. He's been in the industry for 15 plus years. First of all, I want to welcome to the show, Brandon. Brandon, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Good, man. I'm glad you're able to to make the podcast. Like I told you before we started recording, I had a ton of questions and I, and I can't wait to ask. But what we like to do with our guests on our show is find out a little bit more about their background, where they're from, kind of how they got to where they are today. Can you uh, take us back on that journey, if you will? So my name is Brandon Leibowitz. I've been involved with digital marketing since 2007, <clears throat> helping people get more traffic to their website using different strategies such as SEO, social media, helping out with paid ads, doing email marketing, and just kind of fell into it. Got my degree in business marketing, and the first job I got out of school was helping a company out with their digital marketing, and I didn't really know much about it. They said, don't worry, we don't know much either. We're going to take your classes and <laughs> workshops and went alongside with you, which that was kind of interesting. I was like, all right, let me check this out. And after working there for a few months, this is back in 2007, just kind of realized everyone's probably going to have a website in the future. And everything I mentioned works to get traffic. But I really focus more on SEO because SEO is a way to get free traffic. So I thought, why spend money on paid ads when you could get up there for free? And over the years, worked at different advertising agencies and before work or after work and on my lunch breaks, I'd work on my own company and built it up to where I was able to eventually quit my job and focus solely on this and been doing that ever since, helping people get that free traffic from Google and do a little bit of paid ads, but try to focus more on the organic side of things. That's pretty cool, man. What part of the country are you from? In Los Angeles. All right. So did you go to school out in California too? Mm, yep. Grew up here. Pretty much lived here my whole life. Awesome. I want to dive into that a, a little bit because I got some questions that are coming to the top of my, my brain right now. But I want to go back, right? Now, you started in, in 2007, kind of made reference to it before about, you know, said something along the lines of, you know, the company didn't know much about it either. You're kind of learning together. It doesn't seem, 2007 doesn't seem that long ago, but obviously it was, right? 15 years in an industry where they tell you, if I go to buy a computer right now, it's pretty much outdated, right? The new advanced technology is surpassed, uh, you know, marketing and, and purchasing these these computers and laptops. So take us back to 2007, if you will. Like, what was it like then? What were the search engines like? What did we have? Uh, we had, I mean, Google pretty much ran that, still yeah. runs everything and ran everything back then. So they were kind of the focus, focus on Google or other search engines like Yahoo and Ash Jeeves and all these other ones. But Google just kind of ran the show and their algorithm was a little bit easier back then. It's still pretty much the same. Yeah. What they're looking for is just change over the years on people spamming them. And then they're like, all right, we got to fix this because we don't want people gaming the system. But for the most part, the same strategies still work to this day. It's just don't spam Google. Don't do anything deceptive or that seems too good to be true because you might get short-term gains where you'll get that traffic, but in the long-term, Google's going to penalize you. So they're really just looking for content. The more content you have, meaning text, not images, not videos, but actual text, the easier it is for them to read, understand, and know what you're targeting, what keywords you're targeting. And then backlinks were also a big part of it is getting other websites to talk about you. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google gives to you. 
and then they look at those keywords on your website, but it doesn't work the other way around. Without backlinks, it was impossible to rank on Google. Still to this day, it's pretty much the same. It's changed a lot how they look at those backlinks, but without backlinks, you're not really going to get Google to trust you and you're not going to get rankings. And a backlink is a clickable link from another website that points to yours. So let's say you're reading an article on Wikipedia and in there it says Brandon Leibowitz and you click on that and it goes to my website, I'd be getting a backlink from Wikipedia. So the more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google's going to give to you. Okay. Okay. That makes, that makes sense. So uh, obviously Google's, stood the test of time so far and you mentioned ash jeeves i don't hear anything about them yahoo maybe maybe a little bit um what about email marketing campaigns how effective are they i know that everybody now wants your email you go to buy something at a sporting goods store what's your email they could care even less about what your phone number is they want they want your email and me personally you know i'm easily over 100 well over 100 a day i've got to go into my file and just select all i don't even read them personally and hit delete how how reputable or you know how profitable are email marketing campaigns now uh, it is the most effective because you're getting those emails yeah. you're seeing them you're not opening them because they're not drawing you in with a good catchy subject line or whatever it means or it's just spam but if you subscribe to a newsletter and they're providing good value content you're probably going to open that hopefully but it's all about providing value and not just spamming people but Email is the most effective because you send out an email, everyone's going to get that email. Whereas on social media, you post on Facebook, only 5% of the people that like your page will ever see what you post without you having to advertise and boost that post. Same Instagram, it's like 30% reach. So social, you don't have much reach. That's why social isn't as good as email. Email is going to get you a much more higher rate of return where people are going to see that email, hopefully open it up. SEO, Google ads, all this stuff takes time to get those rankings, which they all work as well, but email, you control that forever. Like SEO, you're kind of at the whims of Google. They control everything. Paid ads, you have to keep spending money to keep it going. But email, that's yours forever. And you could send out that email anytime. Just provide value. That's number one. Don't be spammy people. Just give give valuable content. Don't promote yourself. Once you start promoting yourself, you're going to lose that person's interest. And get the email by offering some incentive. Don't just buy an email list. You have to collect them from your website. Otherwise... No one's going to want to open those emails because they're getting spammed by thousands of marketers because people buy that list, sell it, keep selling it and keep selling it. So you want to collect emails by asking or giving something in exchange for that email. If you're just asking for an email, no one's going to give you that email. Like on my old website or my website, when I first started doing marketing, I just like subscribed to my newsletter. No one would have ever subscribed. But once I started saying, here, get a free ebook in exchange for my email, or here's a course in exchange for my email, or if you're an e-commerce website, which is the easiest, you could just be like, here's a 10% off discount for first-time customers. Easy right there. We don't have to create a course or an ebook, but God give them something. If you're just asking, it's probably not going to work. Yeah, and I would agree 100% with that because that's one I'm more inclined to give give my email. If I'm going to check out on even on a you know, a website, if I'm buying a t-shirt and it's like, you know, subscribe and save 10%. All right, I'll give you my email because I'll hit delete later on if I want to. Or to your point, if I get drawn in, if it's something that I like, if I want to see what the new t-shirts are for that company, I'm going to pay more attention when that email comes through to whatever company that is. That definitely makes sense. Now, going back, you said SEO. Is that is that search engine optimization? Is that what that stands for? 
Mm -hmm. Yep. So it's ranking websites on search engines, which it's really just Google. So when you search on Google, there's ads at the top. Those are all paid ads. Right below the ads are the organic listings. And SEO is about getting you in those organic free listings. So paid ads. Now, I, I, heard, I heard something a while back, and I don't know if it's still true. Obviously, there still are paid ads. But when we have paid ads, am I, is that meaning that I could pay if I've got whatever Nick's sub shop and I want to have my name more prominent for my sub shop, could I pay to have it listed first? Are there tiers? How does that work? Yeah, you pay to get it to the top when people search for your keywords. So the price varies just depending on how many people are bidding for that keyword. The more people that want to rank for that keyword, the more expensive it gets. But really? It goes by the words. <clears throat> so it could be a couple cents per click. Anytime someone clicks on an ad, you might be paying Google a couple cents. What? Might be a couple dollars per click. Could be a couple hundred dollars per click. It gets pretty expensive. That's really? where you make sure you're making more than you're putting in. But the people that spend $100 per click, they're selling something that's thousands of dollars. So they're able to get that return on ad spend. Oh, so it's per click. So if I if I have don't have any traction, really, then I'm not paying a lot. But if I'm getting a lot of traction, then I'm paying more for it. It's not like a one-time fee? No, no, it's per click. So wow. you set the budget. And Google will make sure to spend that budget no matter what you set it at. If you set it. $50 a day, $5,000, $50,000. they will make sure they spend it all. Wow. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. Um, what about, all right, I call it Big Brother, right? Always listening to us. We, I'm sure you've heard it before. You might have experienced it before. If I'm talking about, you know, say a specific brand of shoes out loud, I'm not online. I'm not, and I'm not actively searching for it. Am I getting picked up by my, you know, Alexa and Siri and all that stuff. Is that a way of marketing nowadays too? Mm -hmm. They're all listening and watching. I mean, if you think email is free, it's not really free. They're reading all your emails, looking for keywords oh my gosh. in it. So Gmail is looking for keywords like Nike. And then if they see the word Nike is in one of your emails, they might tell Nike, hey, send this person an email. Or they'll tell Adidas, hey, they mentioned Nike. If you want to try to steal this customer, send them some ads. But Alexa, they do the same thing. They listen. They're all doing that because it even says in the terms of service, Alexa, at first you had to opt out of them listening and writing down, like yeah. someone like manually writing down what you're saying, but yeah, every, there's no privacy, but you get good quality results where it's like, all right, Google maps works pretty well because they're tracking everyone. Apple maps, not so accurate with the traffic because they're not tracking everybody. So tracking does help out. Gmail's free. I don't think people want to pay for Gmail or Facebook. It's free because they're scanning, reading yeah. everything. And, connecting everything and trying to just build a profile of who you are. It's pretty crazy. And I've heard stuff on the, on the tracking too, where if you walk into a certain store, it knows you're in that store and then you'll start getting prompts for that store or items in that store. That's pretty crazy. The society that yeah. we live in now. It's amazing. Yeah. They do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do geo tracking. So if you walk by an advertisement, a billboard and it's a digital billboard, they could attribute that to, or if you're driving on the freeway and you see those billboards and they're digital and you pass by and you see that ad. And then later you go to that store, they would attribute that banner or that advertisement as you go into that store, or they would try to say that had an influence on you going to that store. So they track everything. It's wow. nonstop tracking everywhere you go, anywhere you go. They see every day that you're going to Chevron gas station. They're going to think maybe you work here or you like getting gas here. And then they think you like getting gas here. They might tell, Arco, hey, 
send them some ads, give them some discounts so you could get them to leave Chevron and come here. Or maybe you work there, so they're going to give you some ads about jobs and employment and things like that. So it's really interesting how much data they have because my friend works in the ad space and their company bought MySpace just for the data. They didn't even care about MySpace a couple years ago just to get people's data, which I was like, I guess you've got email addresses, you got names, got birth dates. So not all of it's going to be accurate, but you still know where they lived in the past. And that's all valuable. That's a, that's amazing. I didn't even realize. So that goes back to the ROI, like you were talking about, like the, the digital, you know, uh, marketing that you see on, on the highway, if you pass it, it's going to kick back and say, Oh, look, we put an ad for such such sporting goods stores and he went there today. So it worked. Mm -hmm. all. That is nuts. So, all right. So we just, we just had the Super Bowl here really recently. Uh, I'd read that Super Bowl ads this year, 30-second ads were going for $7 million. Obviously, Doug and I don't have that $7 million budget, but what can we do here at Good Vibes Nation to be able to get ourselves out there and, and be seen? I know you mentioned there's some free things that we could do. What can we do? Well, you could do SEO. You could do social media to run some paid ads, definitely email marketing, but it's all about just knowing who your audience is and where are they. You don't need to be everywhere. You just need to be in front of your audience and yeah. got to figure out who are they, what platforms are they on? Are they on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or maybe none of those. Maybe I don't need to be on there. Maybe they're on Google or Yelp or maybe a different search engine. But got to really take a step back. Think about if you're looking for your product or service, where would you go? And that's where you need to be. And that's where you got to figure out, all right, if everyone's on Amazon, I got to figure out how to market myself yeah. on Amazon. What do I have to do to get that organic traffic? And they all have algorithms anywhere where there's a search feature. There's an algorithm where you do the right things by putting like keywords in different places. It's going to help them better understand and know what you're targeting and tap into some of that organic free traffic that those websites are giving out. But it really just depends on who your audience is and where you want to be. That You mentioned something before about, and, and just right in there too, about algorithms and stuff and sending information like, your the example was if you go to Chevron every day or, or a lot and it might either think that you work there or you frequent there to get gas and it might send you to another gas station, give, give that information to another gas station to send you info. How much of this is human and how much of is it AI and algorithms? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I mean, nowadays with Google, they don't even know how it works because of machine learning. So it's just learning by itself. But there are people that influence it, but... It is learning by itself. So it's kind of a mix of both where people don't even really know what's going on anymore behind the scenes. It just learns by itself. So it's going to be interesting because all the search engines try to copy each other or mimic each other's algorithms. But nowadays with machine learning, it's kind of like, all right, just let it go and see what happens. Because a couple of weeks ago, Yandex, which is one of the biggest search engines, all their, or someone leaked their algorithm. So you can see exactly what they're doing and how it's going and what, ranking factors they're looking at, which a bunch of Google employees work at Yandex. So it's a similar algorithm, but it's interesting to see how it works and how it changes and what they're looking at. And even saying like a lot of this is machine learning where it's like some of this stuff works, but a lot of it, they don't really know how much is weighted because it's just got a life of its own. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. And I know that Elon Musk, we've talked about it on the show before. Elon Musk said like, that's one of his biggest fears is artificial intelligence because who knows? I mean, it could just like the way you're describing it, it's like, oh, well, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where, it, you know, how it transponds to, you know, corresponds with people and what they're putting in stuff like that. And it's got a, its own mind. That is pretty scary, in my opinion. Oh, my gosh. 
it's weird. It is definitely weird to think that machines are just learning by themselves and right? we just kind of let them do it and yeah. just sit back and watch. Man, well, tell me more about your business. Obviously, you started up your own business. Tell us more about uh, your business and you know what kind of services you provide. Yeah, so the company's SEO optimizer, so focus on SEO, but help out a little bit with paid ads and just try to get you traffic because with SEO, ranking websites on Google gets you traffic to your website, but that doesn't get you sales. Right. Which I've learned over the years, business owners don't care about traffic. So SEO. I'll get you traffic, but I also got to work to make sure that traffic converts into sales, leads, phone calls, whatever that conversion goal is. And that's where I'll kind of help out with paid ads because usually you need multiple touch points or someone will go to your website and they don't make a purchase, but they're still interested in your product. So you follow them around with those remarketing ads. Like if you go to Amazon, you look at the product and you don't buy it, those ads will follow you around doing stuff like that works really well. And just trying to keep yourself top of mind. So people want to try your product or service out. Very cool. Very cool. And where can we find you? Give our give our listeners all the ads about Mariah. Yeah, so I create a special gift for everyone. If they go to my website at seooptimizers.com, that's S-E-O-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash gift. And they can find that there along with my contact information and a bunch of classes I've done over the years. I've thrown up there for free. And also if they want to book some time on my calendar, Happy to check out their website from an SEO point of view and see what's working and what's not working. And they can book some time on my calendar for free there as well. Awesome, man. We'll definitely check you out. You know we're going to promote you here at Good Vibes Nation. And uh, I don't know, you might be getting a phone call from me and Doug, getting our website up. That's one thing that we've been talking about this year that we're adding to our uh, our itinerary is a, is a Good Vibes Nation website. So we'd love to have some help from, from you and getting us out there. But guys, go and check him out. It's definitely a fantastic thing, especially if you've got your own business. He can definitely, Brian, can help you out uh, in the future. And we appreciate it, Brian. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on today. Thanks, man.